Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. We have a daily lesson that we're going to discuss today, and it's going to be about possession. Um, there is a such thing as possession, and we are going to talk about possession because it's important to discuss. Now, before I get into this um, possession, I want you to know that I'm not going deep into it, how you can be possessed, this, that. I'm not going into all of that. But I will upload a um, guest lesson that will discuss opening doors to demonic um, forces. And that's kind of um, a more, um, it's a deeper discussion about possession. Um, it's going to be a guest lesson, and it might accompany this lesson. But I want you, I want to talk about it because it's a topic that's important. And it's a topic that is relevant because we as human be beings, excuse me, we don't believe, I'm saying for the most part, me, I'm a spiritual, I know who I am and I know who I belong to. So I know there's a such thing as possession because I know there's spirits. But anyway, we're going to get into that. But um, there's a lot of people that don't believe in it. They believe that they spiritual blob, I mean, excuse me, they believe that they physical blobs a human being that just came here, they just work and do whatever, and then they die. And that is the worst thing you can ever, ever believe because you open yourself up just with that, that, um, that belief to um, spiritual things to invade you. So let's just get into it. And then I'll discuss more about it and then give you information about a lesson that's going to... Um, probably accompany this lesson. All right. Um, like I said, possession. Is there such thing as possession? And who gets possessed? Okay. Uh, there's more than enough proof that there are spirits all around us and everything. And as many scriptural books entail this fact, it gives you an idea that there are spirits. But what exactly do these spirits do? I mean, they're just not here for nothing. Well, it states in the scriptures that, um, that these spirits are wicked spirits. We're going to talk about that later. Um, and that they're in the heavens, they're in the skies, in the air, on the earth, and under the earth. This is according to... Um, 
various Bible verses and other books, which can be the book of Enoch, the apocalypse of Saul, Shaul, which they call Paul, the apocalypse, excuse me, of Abraham, which I uploaded, upload, excuse me. Um, I believe I uploaded the book of Enoch too, but you can always check my platform library because I have a plethora of things there that you can refer to. So I'm not going to talk about some and I'm not going to upload it. There are books that I might mention, but if I don't upload it, it's because I didn't speak fully on it and I don't want to just put it there just for nothing. Or it is a spiritual mystery and you're not ready to um, hear it simply because I didn't explain it. And it's, gonna, it's not going to make sense to you at all. So if I uploaded this book, that means I'm talking about it. And if I'm talking about it, that means I've uploaded it. Like I said, with those exceptions, that it's a spiritual mystery that I haven't talked to you yet, embraced you for, or um, we didn't talk about the subject yet because there's hundreds of books. But anyway, um, in regards to the books that discuss spirits, because everything is spiritual. This is why I keep trying to tell you. Everything is connected. All of um, all the um, um fleshly things has a spiritual root everything everything is relevant that's why i keep telling you i don't care what you're talking about the ground the sidewalk people not cleaning the sidewalk this that i don't care what it is every subject has a spiritual root because you have to learn to connect the dots and not just look at the surface and that's what people do that's why i say the devil fools the world but anyway back to what i was saying so um the various books almost all the books Talk about spiritual things, all of them. And like I said, the book of Enoch, the apocalypse of Shaul, which they call Paul, the apocalypse of Abraham, which I uploaded, the apocalypse of Peter, the apocalypse um, <laughs> of Elijah, everything. Everything has spiritual everything. And if you notice, if I'm saying apocalypse all this, these are major prophets. These are major prophets. They're prophets. The most I said in the beginning, you already know if you're going with me, reading the scriptures and doing the cliff notes sessions, we are currently in Yeshua, but in um, Exodus and Deuteronomy, it talks about spiritual laws, precepts, statutes, commands, and how the most High said he ain't going to speak uh, directly to the children of Israel no more because they don't want to hear him. What he said he was going to do is he's going to talk directly to the prophets. He spoke directly to one prophet, two prophets two prophets and then everybody else he's going to speak to in dreams okay so we know that the devil is a spirit and we too are spirits like i said the average person does not believe we spirits this is why they played <laughs> look around you just look around you see what people are doing going and shooting up schools doing all that stuff is that righteous i already told you there's righteousness and wickedness there's nothing in the middle so if it's not righteous it's wicked. What's wickedness? Devils. <laughs> spirits. Uh -huh. Righteousness is the most high, the father spirits. You only going to the left or the right. There's no middle because the middle means you're going left. Just, I'm just going to keep telling you that. Anyway, so we know that there is a devil and that the devil is a spirit. Even though people don't believe it, just because you don't believe it, remember you're nothing but a blade of grass that comes for a season and dust in the wind. Don't ever forget that when you think you too big to understand who you are, where you come from, okay? There. And remember, earthly knowledge puffs up and it's, it's frivolous according to the Most High. That's what the Most High says. 
Anyway, so um, we two are spirits and we're wrapped up in a fleshly coat and we live on this physical plane called earth. I already said this. I continue to say it. Understand what I'm saying. Let's move on. But the average person doesn't believe or they can't wrap their heads around the fact that everything is spiritual and that we're spirits and they are spirits because they too fleshly, they deceive by the devil and they're bound to this world, okay? And that's what it says. It always says that and we'll be reading that later. Like the prince of the air, who is also the God of this earth. The God of this earth and the prince of this air is the devil. And what does he do? He roams around like a lion seeking who he may devour, may devour. He is a liar from the beginning. He deceives the whole world, except the very elect. Come on now. These are all scriptures I am quoting to you. So we already know that the devil is a spirit and the devil was here since Adam was here. How long ago was that? 6,000 years ago. All right. So, and he was here before that. Uh-huh. He was one of the first archangels. He was the first. Fire, fire. I already talked about this. When we talk about the devil, I already talked about that. But I'm only saying this to let you know that they're spirits. And I'm proving to you by the scriptures, and these are scriptures that I'm quoting, that he was here first. Okay? Did he want to um, um, glorify and um, lift up man who was made in the most high's image? No. It wasn't. If you want to know more about that, please go to the platform, How the Devil Fools the World. I finally put that part one in there, which has three parts. Please go there and refer to it. Um, if you want to know more information and you haven't heard that lesson, and I also want to put this plug in too, that on the platform library, there's so many things. It's like 82 lessons. It might be 90 lessons because I didn't number every lesson. And there's some lessons that I took down that I would have to re-upload. So I just want you to know there's more than enough lessons for you to listen to so you can understand what I'm saying. Okay? Understand it. So exactly who and what do spirits possess? Before I answer that question, I want to define the word possession. And then we could start on the journey of this discussion. So I'm getting this definition from the Oxford Dictionary online. And it says possession as being a noun. Now I'm reading every, um, every um, definition under the word possession. Because I want you to know, remember, words are very important. And words have more than one definition. So every, well, many times, and I keep having to say science in regards to science. Everybody will take that word science. And they will try to prove their point by using one definition when there's not only one definition, okay? And it's important because using that one definition will try to, um, somebody will try to prove a point. But that's, they wouldn't be proving a point because if they knew any better, they will understand really what science meant, number one. Number two, that science is a social construct made up by man and not by y'all. Number three, spiritual and physical things go hand in hand because you are a physical being on this physical plane with a spiritual um, energy, which is a little light, they call, inside of the coat. Explain to me how that got there by science. Okay? Now, that's the point I'm trying to make. 
Anyway, so let's define science. And it's, um, excuse me, let's define possession. And it's a noun, the first um, definition I'm going to say. And it says the state of having or owning or controlling something. Now I want to say it again, the state of having, owning or controlling something. And the sentence is, he had taken possession of one of the sofas, meaning he took it over, he commandeered it. He took it as his own. Now, nobody told him to take it, but he just took it upon himself to commandeer this uh, sofa, okay? Now, the synonyms of that is ownerships, proprietorship, control, hands, keeping, care, custody, etc. Now, it's very good that they're saying control. So um, the next um, example would be uh, the state of possess possessing an illegal drug. Now, naturally, they're going to put drugs or something else. Like these are earthly things. And then it says, um, asset, thing, article, chattel, belongings, things, etc. Okay. And the last one, and I already told you why they would put, I already told you why pagans would put spiritual things last. I told you that, and I'm going to say it again. I ain't going to always say it, but I'm saying it here because it's relevant. A pagan does not believe that they're spiritual. A pagan will first look at themselves as physical, as flesh, as a piece of fleshly psalm that just came here for a certain amount of years and then they're going to die. That's what a pagan would do. But all the, the most highest children know better. They know that there's spirit first because in the most high, who is the father of spirits, we live, we move, and we have our being. We cannot live without the most high because he put his breath in a human being, in um, clay and matter, and it became a living soul. We understand that. We know that. We know we can't control how we came into the world. We know we cannot control how we leave this world. That's how you know there's something bigger than us. It's very foolhardy to think you just came out of nowhere, like this world just popped out of thin air, because nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Understand that. That's just common sense. But again, the average pagan does not believe that they're spiritual, even though they are. And this is why people get possessed. This is the purpose. Well, I'm a, just let me rock with me for a minute. The average pagan thinks that they a physical being, a regular, tangible being. They're a soul, and then later on, a spirit, if they believe in a spirit. But the most high children who know better know that they are spirit first, because the most high is the father spirits. Second is the soul. Then third is the fleshly body because it's a coat that you're wearing on this physical plane. Now, if you really want to know real science and common sense, then you would know that. But the average person doesn't know that because they're fleshly. Back to what I was saying. So, and this opens up the gateway and the floodgates to demonic possession simply because you don't know who you are and you don't know who you belong to. You're fooled by the devil straight up. So the last definition I want to say, which I already told you, pagans will put that last instead of first, the state of being controlled by a demon or spirit. 
And this is the, um, the example sentence. They pray for protection against demonic possession. Now, let me say this before we move on. Remember I told you the average pagan don't believe in any of this, but why would they put that if they didn't believe it at all? Uh-huh. Everything they do, and they always try to mix it up so that other people could look stupid. The average thing they do is they'll have a Bible in one hand, a gun on the other, or saying something that they shouldn't that goes against the most high. And then they'll keep going on, going on, but indirectly they set up their whole lives according to the scriptures. And if you don't believe that, look at the money. The money says, in God we trust. Now, I don't know what God they trust, but they're saying that. That's number one. If you look on, a, if you look on coins and if you look um, in the back of money, especially that dollar bill, not only are they glorifying the most high, they try to glorify the most high, but they also glorify in spirits, wicked spirits too. If you don't believe that, look at that eagle with that pyramid, okay? And do some homework on that. Anyway, back to what I was saying. This is the United States. Back to what I was saying. If you notice, I already def defined um, possession from the Oxford Dictionary in three ways. I talked about it as taking over something, which that's what it really is in the spiritual realm. That's what I'm discussing. But it, taking over something like the, like the sofa and then talking about possession of illegal drug. <laughs> is that not like the United States? <laughs> that and then at the end of everything is um, spirits. But according to the average, excuse me, the average pagan, they don't believe in any of that. Nevertheless, they put it down there. Okay, so it got to be some kind of belief. Is that not um, confusing? Anyway, now, now that we have an idea of the definition of the word possession, um, we want to know more about the power and influence of this realm in terms of who and what they can actually possess. We talk about spirits. This lesson is just a small discussion as I don't wanna get too deep into the subject. However, I will be uploading a guest lesson to go more in depth about opening doors to demons, okay? And I'm gonna, I'm going to um, give them their props right now. Um, there's a, a uh, wife and a husband, very well-versed in scriptures, used to be Christians, like I used to be a Christian. Uh, they broke away from it because the Most High was calling them, and now they are reaching out to people. Very, very dynamic couple. I don't agree with every single thing they say because simply because the way that we learn from the Most High is different ways, kind of like Paul and Peter they learn from the most high, both, but different ways. And in some ways they didn't agree, but it still kind of worked because Peter had his own people that he was going to, which was the children of Israel. And Paul, which is Shaul, was also a child of Israel in the Benjamin line, but the most high chose him to go to the pagan slash Gentiles. So although they didn't agree themselves one another, they had their own little thing, 
they were both getting word from the most high. And the thing is, when the most high is dealing with you, he ain't going to deal with you the same way as he deal with somebody else. Because you're learning your experiences, the way you grew up is different from everybody else's. Everybody grew up different ways. So the most high got to deal with you in your way. He's kind of like this big social worker. He's going to meet you where you are and elevate you. That's what he does. So um, I will be uploading their, um, their lesson. It's called Opening Doors to Demons, something like that. And it's a really dynamic lesson or else I wouldn't put it on my platform. So I'm just giving them their props right now. And it's a really good lesson. You should just listen to it. Um, I may expand on that lesson that they have. But for right now, I just want you to understand about spirits simply because it's important. It's important. I mean, you can't walk around and if something happens to you, because there's doors that's being opened that we don't know, physical we live in our physical realm all the time. But when the most high calls you, you come to elevate. The most high is calling you to elevate. You're going to step away from this earthly realm. You are. The more that he teaches you, you're going to step away. Not only are you going to know about the spiritual realm, you're going to also know, excuse me, you're going to, not only are you going to know about the earthly realm, you're going to know more about the spiritual realm. And I already told you, spiritual things trump earthly things. So, I will be, I say that to say I'll be dealing with that later on, but, um, and I did listen to a lot of the lesson. Like I said, we're not going to always agree with what somebody says or the way that they say it, but you kind of want to just listen to what say, chew to me, get rid of the bones. I hope you understand what that means. Use what you can use, get rid of whatever else, because that's how it works. Okay. So, um, what we do know um, about power of about the power of possession concerning wicked spirits. So you know, what do we know? What do we know? <laughs> um, we do know that according to the scriptures, many of these spirits used to be flesh. And I'm gonna go deep into that. Just let me say this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into it, uh, which I will read from the Book of Enoch. And um, there's also wickedness like the principalities, the powers, the rulers, and other things that are not earthly. And they've been here way before we came, before the Most High breathed the breath of life into clay and matter and made it a living soul, there was things here. I already talked about that. Go to the platform library, you'll be able to find it. So um, these uh, principalities, um, powers, and earthly spiritual things were here before we were. And um, they also rule through people. They do. They use people like chess and checkers. They do. Um, if you are, if you're able to spiritually discern, because there's a there's a scripture that says, try the spirits to see if they're from the Most High. Why would the Most High say that? Why would the Most High tell you to try the spirits to see if they are him? If you weren't able to do that, yeah. Okay. So um, then there's the devil. And his band of devils, which he's the captain, and um, they are the spirits under him that used to be all angels. Because remember, the devil used to be an archangel. He was the first. And there was one third of the angels that followed him and got thrashed down to the earth. That's in the Bible. Um, and they used to be light, but now they're the devils. Okay? The devil is the captain. Lucifer is the captain of the devils. And there's multiple devils now. I had too many lessons concerning the devil for you to be wondering. Go to the platform library, choose anything that say devil in it, and I'm going deep into it. So let's just talk about what is on this earth. 
We have wicked spirits. And I'm going to read about them. We got the devil and one third of the angels, the one third of the multitude, multitude, multitude of angels. Because I'm going to tell you this, every person that ever lived on this earth before us, while we're here and when we die and the next ones come, there's an angel for each and every one of them. So the scriptures say in, in some of the uh, prophets, they say multitudes, multitudes, multitudes. So I said three multitudes, right? So there is so many angels, <laughs> you cannot count them. So one third of those multitude, multitude, multitude got slammed down to the earth with the devil. That's how many's down here. Just letting you know. Okay, so we got um, the wicked spirits that the Most High killed in the beginning. We got uh, the devil and his one third of multitude, multitude, multitude demons, which demon is not um, scriptural is, I'm just saying demon, but it's devils. Then we got the principalities, the powers and the rulers and wickedness in high places. We got that. <laughs> then we got error. We ain't even going to get into that because that's another, that's a spiritual mystery that you're not even ready for. Okay. But just know there's error. There's such thing as error. Okay. So we know that there's a whole bunch of stuff down here. Now, there was a whole bunch of stuff down there when Adam and Eve was walking the earth. A whole bunch of stuff. It was. It wasn't the wicked spirits here because they didn't come yet. But there was a, um, there was principalities, uh, rulers, and, um, Wickedness in high places, that always been here. That been here since the beginning. Before our beginning, because our beginning is our beginning. Human beginning is human beginning. It is not spiritual beginning because spirituals, spirits are eternal. They've been here. Been here, been here, been here. The only one who was here before all of that is the most high. That's why he's the father. He brought all this into um, fruition. He brought all this forth. And the scriptures say we came through Yahshua. Yeshua is the one and only child of the Most High. He is the Most High in the flesh. He is the three. The Father, the Son, and the, um, who they call the Holy Spirit, even though he's the Ruach HaKadosh. But he's also the Father, the Word, and the Truth. That's who the Most High is. And through Yahshua, that's why we are the righteousness of Yah through Yahshua, because we came through Yahshua. Because Yahshua asked the Most High, can we blah, 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 blah. He said, yes, we came through him, and that's that. That's a mystery. I ain't going into that. Okay? I ain't going to say. But um, we talk about this possession. So we understand that there was many things before we got here. Before humans, Genesis, spiritual Genesis. Before human, Genesis, spiritual Genesis. So you understand that before the humans came here, because we was the last ones to come, literally, we was the last ones to come. It was the most high sent, um, he had eons and all this other stuff before there was angels. Then there was angels. Yeshua came with the eons and all that. Then there was angels. Then there was error. Then, um, um, wait, sorry, it was error first. And then it was the angels. And then um, the most high made humans. But half of the angels didn't want to, I'm not even going to say half, one third of the angels didn't want to glorify the um, the father's um, creation. He made man in his image, so they got thrashed down. Um, and everybody was trying to get at Adam and Eve. But they couldn't touch Adam and Eve because Adam and Eve had power and authority. I already talked about this in the previous lesson. You'll hear that. You'll hear those terms, power and authority. 
the, the devil has power. Now he can trick you into thinking that he got authority over you. And if you listen, then he does. I already uploaded that book, Apocalypse of Abraham. If you listen to it and he and he's getting you, then he got authority over you. Does he have power? Yes, because the most high gave it to him. The most high allowed Adam to give the devil his power. Do humans have power and authority? Yes, you have power and authority once you know who you are. And I'm saying this because we are spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. You keep thinking earthly, you're going to be earthly. You thinking spiritually, you walking with the most high, you being in the worst, most high's word, you washing with his word, you bathing in his word, you fighting with his word with the double-edged sword, you walking in his word day and night, meditating on his word, it's in your heart, you got power and authority. Just understand that. I say that to say, with that power and authority, you got to learn how to use it. A lot of people don't know how to use it. But when you're walking with the Most High, not only is he going to teach you to use it, he's going to teach you spiritual things by the Ruach. He's going to spoon feed you, and then you're going to learn how to eat meat with a knife and fork. And honey, that's when the devils is going to be scared of you, okay? Because fear is a spirit, and the Most High said he never gave you that. But the reason why the spirit of fear is here is because Adam gave his power away. Uh-huh. Nah. People talk about, oh, they so scared of this, they scared of that. I don't Child. That's another lesson. Anyway, so back to possession. There are a few ways that spirits can possess. I will also explain to you the power of suggestion, temptation, and lust of this world, which is gluttony, which are the tools of the devils used to tempt you. Because the most high don't tempt you. He'll test you. And that's a lesson too. Temptation versus testing. Go to that. You want to learn more. So here are some of the tools that they use to navigate. And these are the wicked spirits and the devils and the principalities and the powers and, the, and all of that. All those things that's against you. Here are some of the tools that they use to navigate and get you to do what they want so that they could possess you. Okay. All right. Um, what can devils and wicked spirits possess? We will be talking about what they can do, but I, I'm moving on because I'm going to go right into it. So the question to me, the question is, what can the devils and the wicked spirits um, possess and inhabit? Everything that I'm getting ready to name, I'm getting from the scriptures. And I'll be reading various scriptures too, but I'm getting ready to name it and we're going to keep moving on. Like I said, this is a soft lesson, but there'll be a, a more in-depth lesson. And I don't really like getting into this. I just want you to know that it's true. I want you to know that it's real. I don't want you to dabble in it because you're not powerful enough to contend with these. And I also uploaded the Testament of Solomon. That book is so powerful. The devils are basically telling you who they are. They introducing themselves. They telling you what rank they are. They telling you what number they are. Did I tell you spiritual numbers? Um, there are spiritual numbers. Oh yes, they're telling it all. They're telling you about now. The Most High already said this in Exodus and Deuteronomy. He talked about stay away from um, the um, what is it the um, 
you know, when you're born under November and what Zodiac, he's telling you to stay from the away from the Zodiac. He's telling you to stay away from necromancers. He's telling you to stay away from mediums and all that. The devils in the Testament of Solomon is telling you exactly who they are and what they do. And that's what it concerns because Solomon asked them, what, what uh, part of the Zodiac are you from? That's why the Most High don't want you to be thinking about the Zodiac because they devils. Child, and so are the stars. And the rabbit hole goes deep. But anyway, I don't want you to be fixated on that because someday going to be somebody out here that listens to that and go, oh, start wondering about that. That's the worst thing you could do, honey. The worst thing you could do is be plagued with devils in a time that these um, pagans don't believe in that. Just because you don't believe in something doesn't mean it's not going to mow you over. That's just like somebody said, oh, I don't believe in cars and trucks and stand in the middle of the street. What's going to happen to you? You're going to get ran over by something you don't believe. <laughs> That's kind of like that. I don't believe in spirits, but you open yourself up to spirits and you're looking for them. Hello? Yeah. So you don't want to do that. Okay. We'll also talk a little bit about um, spirits within families and um, spiritual curses. Yeah. So you, you know, you can open yourself up to that, but just hold on. So um, what do spirits possess and how can they possess? So like I said, I'm only going to give you an introduction of this. I, I'm saying this because it's relevant. Uh, wicked spirits, devils, principalities, um, powers and rulers of the air, they can possess humans, okay? Your loved ones, regular people on the street, all kinds of stuff. How? Because the battlefield is in your mind. How do they get you? Through your mind. Suggestion. They can get you by setting up situations and you fall for them. I already told you, somebody in your um, family, it could have been your great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, whatever, their spiritual curses on your family. Yes, somebody could have either put it there or somebody opened up doors to spiritual curses and things is happening in your family that don't make sense, like people is dying early or either the females in your family, something's happening until they're always getting cancer or something adverse is happening that doesn't make sense. Stuff like that or father's side or maybe the baby ain't living. Again, I said, go to the Testament of um, Solomon and they explain, the devils explain to you what they do to you. They explain to you what they do into you. Yes, the devils. They telling you what they do into you. And they so bold because they say humans, they glorify us like we gods. This is what they saying. They glorify us like we gods and we're going to run them up. Basically, that's what they say. So they're not even scared to say it. They know because they know the most high. Remember, they spirits, the most high. Um, has them doing a the job. And they telling you, uh-huh, well, we scared of y'all, sure, but we ain't scared of you. And we're going to make you do this, and we're going to make you do that. That's how bold they are, okay? This is the wicked spirits and the devils. The devil says it, too. The devil says it, too. In the book of Bartholomew, they come, he's, he's coming out saying it. Yeah, 
He's telling it. So can they um, possess uh, humans? Yes. I already told you through the power of possess, um, uh, excuse me, suggestion, uh, um, family curses. Um, somebody's dabbling something, they don't have no business. They opening themselves up to something they don't have no business and it's going down the line. It don't have to be something you did directly. It could be somebody your family member did. It could be anything. You opening yourself up to um, anything. And that's humans. Remember, oh, I ain't gonna say that yet. Uh, remember the devil, um, the devil coerced Eve. He couldn't get to Adam. He coerced Eve and Eve bamboozled Adam. Remember that. Okay? That's number one. Animals. Spirits can possess animals. Yes, they can. They can possess animals. Remember, the devil possessed the snake. And he asked the snake, can he possess them? And the snake said, yeah. If you go to the um, book of Jasset, which is book of Yashia, because there was no J's, I already told you. If you go to the book of Yashia, the devil is asking, because remember, the devil was a spirit. The devil was an angel. He wasn't an animal at all. The Most High made him a dragon after all this nonsense. But he um, he wasn't an animal at all. He was beautiful and musical. Yes. So then when he started acting ugly and turning away from the Most High, the Most High said, I'm going to make you just as ugly as you act. And that's what he did. <laughs> the great serpent. Uh -huh. So he asked the snake, can he possess him? Because he asked other animals, could he do it? And they said no. Remember, animals did talk back then. I already did a lesson on that. When Adam gave his power away, he threw everything away. All the good stuff Adam threw away. That's why we don't know nothing until we find out who we are, who we belong to. Then the truth is going to come out. But anyway, yes. So can um, devils possess devils, wicked spirits, all that possess animals? Yes, they can. Okay? Remember, the devil got into the snake. The snake allowed him. Objects, yes. Can a de um, could devils um, possess objects? Yes, they can. You better go to the um, the apocalypse of um, Abraham. You better go to the book of Bartholomew. There was devils possessing objects. People been worshiping objects, and that's why. Remember, we are on the book of Yahusha. So now they're getting ready to go into Canaan and start fighting. So the reason why the Most High wants all them wiped out is because they worship devils. How are they worshiping devils? By idolatry. They can make an idol from stone, gold, silver, whatever, iron. They can do it and that, and they keep worshiping it. A devil will get into that, um, that idol and they will be worshiping it. Mm -hmm. It'll be talking to them too. You better go to the apocalypse of, um, of Abraham. <laughs> the idols be talking. And this is not far-fetched because somebody who they would, who they would, and I'm not saying this is all always, but this is all throughout scriptures and all throughout history. Why did it just all of a sudden go away when the most high said, this is the most evil of times. This is the most evil of times ever. We are at the end of the book. So why wouldn't this be so? When back then in biblical times, when Yeshua walked the earth, there was devils in stuff and he was casting them out, which we gonna read. So where did they go? Nowhere, they still here, okay? So yes, they can possess objects, statues, um, monuments. 
Whatever you idolize it. That's why the most high said, you love those things more than me. You ain't going to get me. I'm going to cast you down. Why? Because you're opening yourself up to devils. That's what you are. When you idolize anything, except for the most high, you don't idolize him. You just love him and you revere him. When you start idolizing those things, that's not, not, that's not the most high. Remember, you are consciousness. The most high, you are a little light, right? But I'm going I'm to I'm get into this. You're a little light that's in a physical, being, a physical form, which is your temple, on a physical plane called earth. The most high did not put the spiritual understanding in you when he, um, when he gave you the little light to get on this earth. Because you got to learn how to deal with all the rest of this stuff. You have to learn how to walk with the most high and then the most high will give you that. You ain't coming down with it. The only one who came down, there were some things, some people that came down with it. Yahshua came down with it. Yachananda Amersha came down with it. Um, Abraham didn't come down with it, but he opened himself up to the most high. That's why the most high said he was his friend. Moshe, who they call Moses, he came down here. He didn't know he had it until the most high started talking to him. He had it since he was a baby. Um, Miriam, who they call Mary, mother of Jesus. I don't know who that is, but Miriam is Yeshua's earthly mother. She had it. It's only a certain amount of people that came down with it. Only a certain amount. And they didn't even know until the Most High tapped him on the shoulder. That's why the Most High said he already know who his children is. And his children, nobody could take out his hands. They have it, but they don't get it until the Most High activates it. So if you're walking in the most high and all that, he already is going to give you that before the foundation of the world. He already did it. He ain't just popping up and go, all right, yeah, I'm going to give it to this person because this person's good. No. First of all, we already spirits. If you're going with the most high and you belong with the most high, he's going to tap you on the shoulder and he's going to open your eyes and your ears and you're going to know. And he's going to get you to walk with him and you're going to learn some things. That's how that works. Because you were spirit. You want to make sure that your temple is clean enough for him to come in there with the Ruach and have supper with you. I didn't already say what I said. That's scriptural. So. They can possess objects. You better look at those pyramids. All of those. You go to the pyramids, even online. If you've never been to um, Egypt, ancient Egypt, not the Egypt now that's whited out. If you go to ancient Egypt and you look on the pyramid walls, you see all these black people and even the Egyptians was black. I already told you in the beginning, everybody was melanated. You see all these things that's real big with an animal head and the rest of the body is human. Yes. Devils. And they're real big and everybody else is small. And it looks like they're the parents and everybody else is the kids. But no, they're big. Let me just give you another little thing before I finish telling you what spirits can possess. The wicked spirits that's down here that the Most High kills, guess what they were? Giants. Uh-huh. Giants. That's what they were. Uh-huh. There's a lesson that I told you. When you first, when you find out who you are and who you belong to, you will know that you are in the Most High. How big is the Most High? The Most High is everywhere. When I say everywhere, he ain't in the heavens because he's too big to be in heavens. You know who's in the highest heavens? The angels. So it got to be that. It got to be different. Not only that, it's in different realms, in different spheres, it says in the book of Enoch. Then it says in the book of the Bible that the, the angel, the angel who's supposed to be doing a certain task for the most high, he, one of his feet is in the sun and one of them is on earth. Now, just go do a little bit of homework, find out 
how far the earth is from the sun and just stand somewhere. And you can try to connect and see how big that angel is. Are we in made in the image of the most high? Yes, but only 1% of us, 1% of your consciousness is in this physical body. There's no way in the world, no way that your real being could fit in this little frivolous body. Not only that, when Adam was born, and you can go to the book of um, Ezra, four Ezra, two Ezra, excuse me. Yes, four Ezra, two Ezra. And let's, uh, and read the conversation between Ezra and the angel who the Most High sent down. The Most High said, um, every, every time the world turns, it gets more and more evil. But the children that was born in the beginning is nothing like the children that's born now. Because the earth, the earth is our earthly mother. Remember, we are clay and matter. We are connected to the earth. Scientifically, we are. The elements and all that stuff in our bodies, when we take vitamins and minerals, they from the earth. Hello? Anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, uh, when Adam was born, he was just as big as angels. Huge. And then later on, later on, since he gave his power away, we all got smaller, smaller, smaller. This is in many scriptures. It also says in the scripture that Adam was buried in the middle of the earth before the flood. The middle of the, no, I'm sorry, not before the flood, after the flood. They buried him after the flood. He was in the ark at the bottom of the part of the ark because he was so big. That's how big the ark was. And then Noah and his sons, the most high put him in the ark. They built the ark and did all of that. The water came when the water receded. Adam was buried in the middle of the earth. Yeah, that's what it says. It don't say that in that Bible. Yeah, that's how big Adam was. Adam was huge. When I say huge, he was huge. He was not little, like the six foot or seven foot. Uh -uh. He was huge. So I need you to wrap your head around how big spirits could be. Uh-huh. And you are the little light that's from the father of lights. And if the father of lights is huge, what do you think your spirit is if you in the father? Yahshua said, you are in me, I'm in you, and we in the father. So what does that mean? It means everybody's big. Your spirit is huge. If you made in the image of the most high, you're big. But not while you the little light in this body. That's the temple. So I'm just trying to tell you how big spirits are. Now I'm going to tell you, it's in the scriptures, say like somebody they call quote unquote crazy or they got mental health problems and they be real strong. What do you think that is? It ain't them. If they possessed by wicked spirits, wicked spirits was giants. So you have this spirit that's in you. Remember? And it's making you real strong. How how are you being strong on your own? Like they, technically they say if you get so emotional or whatever, you can move a car and all this. Ah, that's possession, baby. A spirit possess you, you could do some really profound things. Okay, even when it comes down to those pyramids and all that stuff, how they trying to figure out how they did it, and oh, they couldn't be so smart back then. It was more spirits presenting themselves. To humans back then, then now, now they just bamboozling you. But before they was having connections 
and all kinds of stuff. Why do you think the most high said get rid of them to Yahshua? Because they was worshiping the creatures and not the creator. This is not, this is not something that just popped out of thin air. This is why the most high want all of them dead. Because you, I made you and you're going to follow the creature after Adam did what he did. And I'm trying to get you back to the, the place you're supposed to be. And you're following these creatures. Oh, I want you dead. Yeah. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So the um, spirits can inhabit humans. They can inhabit animals. They can inhabit objects. I already told you that. All kinds of objects. Think about all the objects around the world. All the civilizations, the ancient civilizations that lived around the world, all of these things that you can't explain, like all these faces and all of these whatever it was, and how people was worshiping them all over the world, everywhere, everywhere. You see the remnant now. You see it in Mexico. You see it in Egypt. You see it over here. You see it everywhere in England. You see it everywhere. Devils everywhere. Uh-huh. Okay, and places. They can possess places too. I mean, I can name so many books. One book is um, uh, Bartholomew, the book of Bartholomew. There's a book of Bartholomew and then there's an apocalypse of Bartholomew. When there's a devil that was inhabiting a big statue and he said, he was there and he knew who Bartholomew was. He knew that Bartholomew was a, a apostle of the Most High because the spirits know who the Most High is. They know who their creator is. The only ones who don't listen is us. I already said this a thousand times. They're, they, they know who they are and they know what their jobs are. And they even know that they're going to be killed at the end of everything. They know this. So they're going to do what they're supposed to do anyway because nobody could beat the Most High, boo. You're going to do what you're supposed to do. The only ones who don't listen is us, and that's why we're in the position we're in. But anyway, there's all kinds of places that worship devils everywhere. There's statues, there's all kinds of that. And then there's places that uh, wicked spirits inhabit. Like they could be on a mountaintop or wherever else. As I said before, go to the Testament of Solomon, and they tell you where they reside. Some of them could reside under the ground. Some of them could reside in holes. Some of them reside in caves. Some of them reside in the cliffs of the mountains. They could be anywhere. And remember, we can't see in different realms, but the devils can see us. They just can't mess with us. They can if you open yourself up to them. But if the Most High got you, because Yeshua said, those who are in my hands, nobody could touch. Nobody. No spirit, no nothing can touch them. So that's what he said. This is in the New Testament. So this is why there was a whole bunch of stuff down here with Adam and Eve and nothing could touch them unless Adam gave his power away. I already told you, you got power and authority. The spirits, they got power, but they don't have the authority. Okay? But if you're giving them the authority like Adam gave the devil, then they're going to inhabit you. Okay? So now we understand that they can inhabit humans, they can inhabit animals, they can inhabit objects, they can inhabit places. We understand that fully. I just explained that to you. Now, as I stated previously, this is not an in-depth, detailed lesson because I don't want you to get so interested in this subject. I just need you to know that this is true. And possession is real. 
and it's been around forever since before humans even came to be okay and um since adam you know they've been here way before we have except for the wicked spirits they wasn't here but the um proud the palace excuse me the palace principalities and rulers they've been here the devil was here because he was an angel and he um, transgressed because he didn't want to deal with humans and um the wicked spirits came from the angels the fallen angels having sex with humans and they became flesh but they was only spirit from the angels because angels is just spirits they are the um inhabitants of heaven they are the citizens of heaven they are the children of heaven we the children of the earth we are the citizens of earth that's what we are but when a heavenly being and a spiritual excuse me and a fleshly being have sex which is an abomination to the most high they are giants well, I already told you. Why are they giants? Because it's a spirit inhabiting a body. Mixing with a body. That's why it's big. Because spirits are big. I already told you that. They're not little. They're not little cherubim with the little bow and arrows. I don't know where that crap came from. They're not that. They're huge. So they having sex. They turn themselves into men. And they remember possession. They can make themselves anything. The devil made himself a lake of water. Okay? <laughs> So they turned into men, quote unquote, and had sex with women, and the women had giants. They had to cut these babies out of them. Yes. Book of Yashia. Uh -huh. I uploaded the book. They had to cut these babies out of them. That's how big they was. They was huge. And they was killing people and eating each other and doing all kinds of stuff. And they was splicing DNA, making dino dinosaurs. They was doing everything. Everything that they doing now, they was doing back then. You know how they're making medicines and, and splicing DNAs and working on bats and doing all they was doing it stuff just like that around the same kind of realm. Ah, they was. Mm -hmm. So they were spirit and flesh, no soul. We're different from the angels because we have a soul, we have the spirit from the most high, and we are fleshly beings that the most high put us on this uh, physical plane. We're three things just like the most high. Angels are not like that. They just spirits. That's it. That's why it's an abomination for the spirit to come down here and mix itself with flesh. That's um, abominable because you ain't supposed to mess. Flesh is filthy, according to the, to the um, spirits. It's filthy. So the angels made themselves filthy by mingling with the flesh. Yes, that's what the Most High said. And that's why there was um, angels, fallen angels, they had children that was spirit and, and flesh, and the Most High killed them off. But guess what? He made them wicked spirits on this earth to punish humans for the nonsense that they did. Uh -huh. And we're going to read it. Okay. So, Yahshua mentioned in the parable in today's times will be called metaphors, telling you about how spirits inhabit your temple, which is your flesh, and um, they leave and they come back with even more wicked spirits. So now I'm going to get into it and talk about how the scriptures tell you that they're spirits. Whether you believe it, you receive it, it doesn't matter. Just because you don't believe some, remember, you ain't nothing but a blade of grass. You ain't nothing but lint in the grand scheme of things. That's just like 
like I said, you don't believe in cars, but you're standing in the middle of the street and one comes and runs you over. Does that mean that the car hits you because you don't believe it? <laughs> it's so dumb how people are. Anyway, all right. So remember, you're supposed to keep your temple clean and spotless so that the spirit, Yashua was a spirit. He came down here as a man, but he's a spirit because he is the most high. He came down here as man. Uh -huh. He could have chose anything, but he came down here as a man. So he's telling you to keep your um, temple, which is your spirit, keep it healthy, safe, and keep it um, clean. So he can come down here and have supper with you, and he could, you know, get you to walk with him, you, him, and the rock. What are people doing it? No. So now I'm going to start reading scriptures. Matthew 12, 43 through 45. And this is in the NIV. And this is in regular English. So listen. It says, this is Joshua speaking. Then an unclean spirit comes out. When an unclean spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest. This is an unclean spirit, which means it's a wicked spirit. Oh, okay. It's a wicked spirit. First of all, before I do that, let me rewind. Before I read these about these spirits, I'm going to read the book of Enoch. Okay? Now, this is the book of Enoch, chapter 15. If you never heard of the book of Enoch, go to my platform library. I believe I uploaded the book of Enoch. I believe I did. Mm -hmm. If I didn't, please send me an email letting me know to do it. Or maybe I'll check. I don't know. But I need you to understand. Well, you may not understand it the first couple of times that you hear it, but just keep it in mind because once we continue to walk in this word, you'll learn it. You'll learn how um, important that book is. Now, let me just read it. Chapter 15. And bear with me because it's in pitch 10. Woo. All right. Then addressing me, this is Enoch. He spoke and said, here, neither be afraid. This is the most high talking to Enoch. O righteous Enoch, thou scribe of righteousness, approach here and hear my voice. Go say to the watchers and those with the fallen angels that came down there and had sex to, with the women. Go, because they wanted Enoch to uh, go to the most high and say he's sorry when that's not the angel's job. The angel, I mean, that's not our job for the angels. The angel's job is to watch over us. The angel's job, they have each and every one of them have positions. Now, I already explained this to you on the platform library. Go listen to it. But this is the most high telling Enoch, you're not going to come to me on behalf of the fallen angels when they supposed to be, that their job was supposed to, they supposed to come to me on your behalf, but you're not going to come to me on their behalf because that's not how it's going to go down. So this is what the most high is saying to Enoch. Go say to the watchers of heaven who have sent you to pray for them. You ought to pray for men and not men for you. This is what the most I was telling Enoch to tell them. Don't you come over here and ask me nothing about no dear God angels when they supposed to be down there praying for you. And all of a sudden they coming out here just start having sex. What kind of nonsense is that? So you know the most I was upset. Wherefore I have forsaken, excuse me, wherefore you have forsaken the lofty and holy heaven, which endures forever, mm -hmm. it's eternal, and have lain with women, 
you have defiled yourself with the daughters of men, have taken to yourselves wives and acted like the sons of the earth. I already told you, they're the sons of heaven. And you have begotten an impious, which is um, unrighteous, offering, offspring. See, let me read that again. Therefore, you have forsaken the lofty and holy heaven, which endures forever, and have lain with women. You have defiled yourselves with the daughters of men, have taken to yourselves wives, have acted like the sons of the earth, and have begotten impious offspring. You being spiritual, holy, and possessing a life which is eternal, have polluted yourselves with women, have begotten in carnal blood, have lusted in blood of men, and have done as those who are flesh and blood do. Mm -hmm. This is the most high reprimanding them. These, however, die and perish. He's saying humans die and perish, but not angels. They're not supposed to. But since they want to dabble like humans, oh, I'm going to treat you like humans. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I have given them to, I have given to them wives that they might cohabit with them, that sons might be born of them and daughters, and that this might be transacted upon the earth. But you from the beginning were made spiritual, possessing a life which is eternal and not subject to death forever. Therefore, I made not wives for you. He's telling the angels, I didn't make you no wives because you, you eternal. You don't need no wife. Because you being spiritual, your dwelling was in heaven. There's not stuff like that going on in heaven, in the heavens like it is on earth. We already know that. Now the giants who have been born of spirit and flesh shall be called upon the earth evil spirits, which is wicked spirits. And on the earth shall be their habitation. That means they're going to be living on this earth with us. Uh-huh, different plane, same earth. That means you ain't going to be able to see them, but they still here. They can see you though. Uh-huh, okay? Evil spirits, which is wicked spirits, shall proceed from their flesh because they were created from above from the holy watchers was their beginning and primary foundation evil spirits shall they be upon earth and the spirits of the wicked shall be they shall be called the habitation of the spirits of heaven shall be in heaven but upon the earth shall be the habitation of terrestrial Spirits who are born on earth. Those are the um, those are the um the giants. They have spirit and have flesh, no soul. That's what the most high is saying. The spirits of the giants shall be like clouds. Look how big the uh, clouds are. You see how big clouds are? Huge. Uh -huh. The spirits of the giants shall be like clouds, which shall oppress, corrupt contend and bruise upon the earth and they shall call lamentation they shall cause lamentation no food shall they eat and they shall be thirsty they shall be concealed and shall not I rise against the sons of men and against women 
for they came forth during the days of slaughter and destruction. Now that's in regular language. But in other language, it says that they're going to be plaguing them. They're going to be harassing them. They're going to be doing all that to humans. So is there wicked spirits on earth that possess? Yes, you just heard that from the book of Enoch. Now I'm going to read what Yahshua says. Yahshua says, when an impure spirit, because remember when he walked the earth, he cast out a lot of demons. And he allowed, he gave power and authority to the apostles to do the same thing. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left, which is somebody's body and mine. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied. Remember, the Most High said your house, and I'm reading from a regular English Barbary, Barbary, <laughs> Bible, but it says the temple. The temple is your house because you're the little light that lives there. Remember, the Most High say he needs a clean in order for him to come with the Ruach and have supper with you so he can elevate you. Understand that. I did do a lesson called um, When the Most High, when you're walking in the word of the Most High, and it talks about elevation. So you'll be hearing that soon. I didn't upload it yet, but I did the lesson. Okay. Um, this is what the Spirit is saying. I'm going to return to the house that I left. And when it arrived, it finds that it found that the house was unoccupied and swept clean and put in order. That means that the most high cast out the devil and you clean. You don't have no more devils plaguing you. But then it goes and it takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go and they live in your temple. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first, <clears throat> excuse me. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. That's what the most I said. Now, why is it gonna be like that? I'm gonna break it down just a little bit. Because if you walking in the most high, if you turn around and go contrary to the most high after you was walking with him, you opening yourself up to anything. If you listening to the devil, and I mean listening, not just hearing, because we always hear what the devil said, because there's always negative thoughts and feelings that we get. But when you start listening to him, that's when he got you. That's when you can open yourself up to the devil. When there are certain situations that happen and they snowball, say like you in a supermarket or whatever, and people's just standing around, you your focus is to go get whatever it is and get out of there. But something happens. It could be somebody saying, excuse me. It could be somebody just moving aside from you and touching you by mistake. And you know it's by mistake. You didn't come in here. But, and, but somebody turns around and starts going off and provokes you to the point that you're not thinking. You know, it could be a mistake that you're not thinking. Maybe you had a hard day, whatever it is. And maybe you just don't feel like no nonsense. And you fall for it. That's how the devil could get you. Any situation. So that's what the Most High says. So the Most High already cleaned all the demons out of you, all the devils, and then you turn around, something like that happens. Not only is that first devil going to come, the first devil's bringing other devils. Now, I did do a lesson about lies and liars and oath breakers. And I did say in that lesson, if you lie, you steal. Those are both commandments against the Most High. What is lies? A spirit. 
lies is a spirit. There's a spirit of lies. Okay. There's a spirit that comes and lies. There's a spirit that steals. So if you got one and it was cast out, that one is coming with others. More than likely, if you got one demon, you got a bunch of them. With, excuse me, within the scriptures, there was a person possessed with legions of demons. And the demons was throwing him down. He was pulling out his hair. He was naked. He was running into stuff, hurting himself. Now, the demons do need their flesh, but they will wreck that flesh to near death. Yes, they will. And whoever tries to quell that person or hold that person down, they will tear, that possessed person will tear him up. Because remember, these wicked spirits are giants. They're giants. I just read it to you from Enoch. So they're going to tear whoever's trying to hold them down. It could be 50 people trying to hold them down. They're going to get all those people off them. And people don't understand. Oh my gosh, she was going crazy. He was so strong. Because he's inhabited of demons. And those demons that walked the earth, the most high, cursed them to walk the earth. They was um, giants. That's why. Now I'm going to read to you Luke 11, 14 through 26. And this is Yahshua speaking to Be Beelzebub. Okay? Yahshua was driving out a demon that was mute. That means, what, you know, when they call somebody mute, that means you deaf. It means you can't hear. And a lot of times, if you can't hear, you can't talk. So it was a, there's a demon a mute demon that gets inside of you and you can't talk and you can't hear and it can actually get into you when you're born or it can get into your mother's womb you better go to the uh the testament of solomon that these demons is telling you how they work uh-huh remember they spirits they can do whatever they need to do yeshua was driving out a demon and remember demons not scriptural it's just devils but they said demon in these new books i already told you words Okay, so he was driving out a demon that was mute in a body. When the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke and the crowd was amazed. Now the whole crowd already knew this man couldn't speak from the day he was born. But some of them said, oh, Beelzebub, which is one of the captains of the demons. Now the devil is the captain of all the demons. Beelzebub, I believe, I can't remember off the top of my head, he's the one who inhabits hell. There's some that watch over hell. There's some that have, they have jobs to do. I already told you they have jobs. So this one, this particular one, I believe is uh, like a, he's not a general, but he's like, uh, I don't know what the rank is, but he's a top ranker because there's different ranks. If you go to the book of, uh, excuse me, in the Testament of Solomon, they tell you what rank they are because there's lower level demons and then there's higher ones and you got to do certain things to cast them out i did a lesson on that too anyway so by um the people were saying by beelzebub um who's the prince of the demons um is he's driving out the demons and another person said um what is it others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven this is what they're trying to test them um yashua Yeshua knew their thoughts. You already know because he is the father of spirits in the flesh and said to them, any kingdom divided against itself will fall and a house divided against itself is going to fall. 
if Satan is divided against himself, how can the kingdom stand? This is how dumb the people were saying, oh, he's bills, but whatever. These people was blaspheming the most high, who is Yahshua in his flesh, by calling him a devil. This is how ignorant people are. And then Yahshua said, if Satan is divided against himself, then his kingdom's not going to stand. I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebub. Now, if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by who do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your judges. So the most, um, Yahshua, who is the most high in the flesh, he just cast, um, uh, um, he cursed them by saying, since you saying that I'm the demon, those people who, um, those people who follow you, they're going to judge you. Yeah, that's what he said. But if I drive out demons by the finger of the most high, then the kingdom of the most high has come down to you. When a strong man is fully armed and guards his own house and he's speaking spiritually, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. This is in regular language, I told you, and the words are changed. When an impure spirit, I already said, comes out of a person and it goes through places seeking rest and he can't find it, then he says, I will return to the house I left, which is somebody's body. Then when he arrives, he finds that it's swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and it gets seven more wicked spirits than he is, and they go inhabit the body. And then the final condition of the body is the person is worse off than initially. This is what the Most High says. This is what Yahshua said, who is the, um, the Most High in the flesh. He's telling you about spirits. He's saying, I'm casting them out because I am the Most High in the flesh. So you're telling me, the Most High in the flesh, that I'm Beelzebub. So the people who follow you, they're going to judge you. He just gave them, he punished them with that curse. And then he said, the father, I'm the father. You're sitting up here looking at me. And you, you cursing me? I'm about to curse you. And then he's giving them a metaphor about the strong man. The strong man is your spirit. You must walk with the most high to be able to guard your house. What's your house? I already told you, your temple, your body. You the little light that lives in the body. You live in the temple. Okay? All right? When you knocking and the most high is letting you into his palace, then he's going to come to your house, which is your body, and he's going to have supper with you, him and the Ruach, and you're going to be walking with the Most High. In his um, in His spirit, you're going to be with uh, the Ruach, and the Ruach is going to teach you things, and you're going to be elevated. But don't turn around and do nothing stupid, because then the devils is going to get you. You ain't going to rock with the devil and the Most High. You can't. There's no such thing, because um, darkness does not comprehend light. It does. Okay? So, Mark 9, 17 through 27. A man in the crowd answered, 
teacher, that's what he said to the Most High, Yahusha, I brought you my son who's possessed by a spirit that has robbed his speech. That means he can't talk. And he knew it was a spirit. See, back then they knew spirits, but right now they deny him. And the spirits never went nowhere. They didn't go nowhere. I already told you the most. I said they eternal. So they've been cast down way since the beginning of the time, and they still been here. So where the hell are they? I'm telling you that the devil fools the world because today, in today's time, which is the fourth kingdom, we under the fourth kingdom's rule, and we follow them just as blindly. And they say they ain't no spirits. Meanwhile, the spirits is plaguing them, and they tell you it ain't none. So if they tell you that it ain't no spirits, and you heavily possessed by a spirit, what are they going to do to you? They're going to let you roam free so you can hit somebody with a hammer over the head and do all of these things that don't make sense. Because remember, spirits are deviant. They don't go by the same um, laws that we have now, spiritual laws and physical laws. They do stuff that doesn't make sense to us because um, somebody who is whole and healthy of mind and spirit and the most high is rocking with them. Um, they look at someone who's possessed and the things that they do is not according to um, the rules of the most high. It's deviant. It goes against the rules. So that's why the most high says, try the spirits to see if they are from y'all. Because you could be dealing with somebody possessed. And the stuff that they're doing just really doesn't make sense. Think about the people who's just all of a sudden they watch a TV show or they do something, they ain't got no business. And next thing you know, they're going out and just shooting up everybody. Does that make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me. Nevertheless, people are still allowing them to do this. And they just do all kinds of stuff that doesn't make sense to us. It just doesn't make sense. That's how you could tell it's not right. So, like I said, I brought you my son who was possessed by a spirit that was robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth and gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they couldn't. Listen. This is what Yahshua says to his apostles. You unbelieving generation, Yahshua replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Yahshua, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around foaming at the mouth. Yahshua said to the boy's father, how long has he been like this? The father says, since childhood. It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. This is what the man is saying to Yeshua. If you can. Yeshua said everything is possible for one who believes. Praise your hallelujah. Uh-huh. If y'all before you who be against you. Okay. Immediately, the boy's father explained, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. So you know this was a pagan father. 
Then Yahshua saw that the crowd was running to the scene. He rebuked the unpure spirit, which is the wicked spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said. I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. And the spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. But Yahshua took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. Now, did you hear what I said about what the spirit did? What did I tell you about the devil? Didn't I tell you the devil don't like you? The devil said he's not going to worship you. He's not going to like you. He's never going to like you. And he's going to put his throne right next to the most highs. So you're down here with the devil and one third of the multitude, multitude, multitude of wicked devils. And they don't like you either. Then you're contending with the wicked spirits that was cast out by the Most High in the book of Enoch. What did they say they was what did they say that what did the Most High said they was gonna do? That they was gonna plague you, that they was gonna murder you, that they was gonna um, cast all kinds of stuff on you and do all kinds of stuff. This is what happens. Yeah, they're gonna plague you, they're gonna do all kinds of stuff to you. Now Yahshua knew this because Yahshua was at the foundation of the world, like the most high. Okay, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with the most high, and the word was the most high. They was there in the beginning. They already knew all this stuff was going to happen, yet they allowed it to happen. And now Yahshua was walking the earth at this time, and all, all kinds of stuff is happening. All kinds of stuff is happening. All kinds of stuff is happening. And now they're trying to call the most high, who is Yeshua in the flesh, Beelzebub, who's under the devil. No, they didn't. There is a scripture that said in end times, wickedness is going to be considered goodness and goodness is going to be considered wickedness. So think about these wicked heathens calling the most high, who is Yeshua in the flesh, Beelzebub. This is how confused this world is. Very confused. Now, I have one more I'm going to read. And then we're going to move on. Because this is giving you an idea that spirit's always been here. This is New Testament. Now, Old Testament, they was plagued with demons. Even there was a demon that the Most High sent into one of the kings of um, Israel. Yes, honey. And we're going to get into that. Once I go into the scripture, uh, the cliff notes, we're going to get into that. But there was always demons here, devils here, wickedness, all kinds of stuff. Always been here. Now, I'm going to read this. Luke 8, 33 to 39. This is Joshua again, walking the earth, and people was just possessed all over the place, child. And they all knew Joshua. All of them. When the demons came out of the man, okay, let me let me start earlier because let me go up and start. 
Hold on, because I want to read it back. I want to go back. Hold on. Now, this is Luke 8, 26 to 39. And it says... And they arrived at the country of Gardanus. Gardanus. I can't pronounce it. I'm just going to say Gardanus. Which is over against Galilee. And when he went forth to the land, Yahshua, there met him out of the city a certain man which had devils a long time and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in tomb. So this person who was possessed by devils, he didn't live anywhere. He lived in caves and he didn't have no clothes on. So he was running around with no clothes on, not in his frame of mind. Now, I want to say this. Think of a car. I want you to think of a car. And you're driving a car, right? When you get in the, or for those people who know how to drive, I don't know, riding a bike, driving a car, I don't care what it is. You are riding this vehicle. You are navigating this vehicle. You are making the decisions to go left or right. You are in control of this vehicle. When you are played by devils or demons, they're getting in the car. It's kind of like a carjacking or it's a bike jacking. Except they don't kick you out because they need you to drive. So they all in it. And they're plaguing you and do all this stuff from the side seat, from the um, passenger seat to the back, doing all kinds of stuff. Now, they might get you into an accident and you may even die. But for the most part, if you're not dying, they're making you do all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. Drive into the water, drive into another car, do this, do that. That's what that's how it is with possession. You're still in there as the little light, but it's thousands of them in your house and you can't get them out. So I want you to think about that. So listen to what I'm saying while I'm reading this. So like I said, and they went forth to the land and they, um, they met a man in the city and he had devils possessing him for a long time. He didn't wear no clothes and he didn't, uh, he didn't live anywhere, but he was living in caves. Then he saw Yahshua and he cried out and fell down before him. And with a loud voice, he said, what do I have to do with you, Yahshua, son of the most high Yah? I beseech you, torment me not. Now, I'm reading from the King James version, but I'm going to break it down in regular English. The devils know who the most high is. All of the spirits know who the most high is. They know what their jobs are. They know. The only people who don't do their jobs is human beings. So this man, for whatever reason, was plagued by devils. Devils, plural. We don't know how many devils he had in him, but he couldn't get them out. And sometimes you don't even know that you played, and neither do other people. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Now, in today's times, they don't say nothing about possession, but back then they did. The devils didn't go nowhere. I'm just telling you. So the devils, they recognize their father, and they saying, "The one and only Son is here. Please don't torture me." Please don't torture me. They begging Yahshua. They see Yahshua in the flesh. Oh, they know who Yahshua is, honey. They know. We're the only fools who don't know. And they saying, 
um, Yeshua is saying um, he commanded the unclean spirits to come out the man. Okay, for oftentimes he had caught him and he was kept bound in chains and in fetters, fetters of chains, and he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. Now, let me break that down and say this. Remember, I told you the wicked spirits are giants. They used to be giants, but now they spirits. Now, it says that they used to bound him in chains, arms and hands. And what would he do? Break them all. How is he doing that? If he's just regular flesh, he is being possessed by spirits of giants. That's why. Okay. And then he will run off into the wilderness. Is the, is the child of the most high, who's the little light, is the little light being tortured? Yes. It's being tortured. Not only is it being tortured, it's torturing other people. Mm-hmm. This is what the devils do. I already told you the most high don't, I mean, excuse me. The devils don't like you. The devils don't like you. And the devils, the wicked spirits that the most high left down here, they supposed to be torturing you. That's what the most high said. And that's what happened. So Yahshua asked him saying, what is your name to the devils? He ain't talking to the man. He's talking to the devils. And what did the devils say? They said his their name is Legion because there's many devils that entered the man. His name is Legion, legions of devils, thousands. It could be millions, legions. Then they besought him that he would not command them to go into the deep, which means the waters. And just by the way, there are wicked spirits in waters. You better go to the uh, Testament of Solomon. So they asking the most high, please don't put us in the water. Don't put us in the water. They don't want to go to the water. And there was a herd of pigs feeding. So where Mo, the most high was, the man was on the floor. He's asking uh, the devils, who are you? Because he's not talking to the man because the man is possessed by the devils. The man has no control. He's just the driver. I just told you, picture yourself in the car with all kinds of devils in the back and on the passenger side. And you don't have no, the minute you try to do something you want to do with your car, they're going to get you. So he had no control of the car. So now the Most High is saying to the people in the car, who are you? Even though the Most High know who he is, he's just asking a rhetorical question just to see what they're going to say. They tell him, our name is Legion because it's a whole bunch of us that, that invaded him. Now, we don't know how long he's been invaded. So now the Most High, who is Yeshua in the flesh, is getting ready to cast them out because they don't need to be in this man. So they're saying, please don't cast us out into the water. I don't know why they said that, but they're all wicked spirits in the water. And they are major spirits on the on the uh, level, on the level of the spirits, because there's low level, medium level, high level, high ranking. It was a high, it's high ranking spirits in the water, high ranking ones. And we know this from Exodus, because when the most high say, to Moses, I'm going to make sure that the Pharaoh don't do what you want him to do. So I can show you a miracle. The spirit that was influencing um, Pharaoh is in the water. Nah. Anyway, so the spirits were saying to the Most High, who is Yeshua in the flesh, please don't put us in the water. The Most High, who is Yeshua in the flesh, and the Most High himself, is so merciful. I already told you he don't have no favorites. 
for the children in heaven and the children on earth. He doesn't have any favorites. He's going to give everybody a chance. This is what the Most High did, who was Yeshua in the flesh. There was a herd of swine feeding on the mountain. And they beseeched him, which means we pray that you don't send us in the water. Send us into these pigs. Ah. So guess what he did? Go into the pigs. And that's exactly what happened. So now I'm going to read. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs. And the herd of pigs rushed down the steep bank of the uh, mountain and into the lake and they drowned. So if the pigs drown, remember, these are animals. The demons, which is devils, got out of the man, out of his car, jumped into the pigs, and the pigs didn't want them in them either. Remember, the pigs is a filthy animal. So the pigs start running into the water. They ran down the mountain, and they ran into the water, and they drowned. So guess where the demons are? In the water where they didn't want to be. Uh-huh. So... When those tending the pigs saw what happened, they ran off and reported this to the town and the countryside. And the people went out to see what happened. When they came to Yahshua, they found the man from whom the demons or the devils had been cast out sitting with Yahshua. Uh-huh, he's sitting at Yahshua's feet and he was dressed and in his right mind. And everybody got scared. Uh-huh. Everybody got scared because they saw this man. They ain't never knew this man to be a, a full mind, um, sound mind and sound body. Never. And all of a sudden, sitting next to the father who is um, who came down as flesh, sitting at the feet of the father in his right mind. Uh-huh. That made their wing cap fly back. Okay. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man was cured. Then all the people from the region of Gardanus said, Yahshua, leave them because they were overcome with fear. So they don't want the father lights there, okay? They don't want the one and only son, begotten son of the Most High there. They had to have the demons there. See, they was all good with the demons there, but soon as the Most High who was Yeshua in the flesh, cast out the demons. Now they're scared of the most high and they don't want him in the land. You see how backwards people are? They said to Yeshua to leave, leave the land because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and he left. Yeshua said, you don't want me? <laughs> but then the man from whom the demons was cast out begged him, can I go? I'll go with you. Yeah, he want to go with the Most High. See, he been plagued all his life. And the Most High said, I'm going to have mercy on you. I'm going to take these demons out of there. And he asked to go with him. But Yahshua sent him away. And he said, return home and tell how much the Most High has done for you. So the man went away and told all over the town how Yahshua blessed him and took them damn demons out of him. Uh-huh. You see how backwards this world is? Real backwards. Is there such thing as possession? Yes, it is. Oh, yes. They never went nowhere since the beginning. But nowadays in this fourth kingdom that we all living in, because the fourth kingdom was the fourth world rulers, 
This is in the book of Daniel. It's in Jeremiah. It's in uh, Barak. It's in Ezra. Major prophets. Fourth kingdom. Eurocentric kingdom. Don't believe in nothing. I'm not saying everybody. But for the most part, they pagans. They do not believe that they are spirit, soul, and flesh. They believe that they flesh, soul, and maybe there's a spirit. This is how you can get God by the spirits. That, just that alone opens up spirits. But no, they don't believe that, honey. But just because you don't believe it doesn't mean they ain't going to get in your car and overthrow you. Now I'm going to read some scriptures about possession. I don't want to keep, I already told you, I don't want to stay on the subject because it's a powerful subject. You need to know that there isn't such thing as possession. So let me read some of these scriptures and then we can keep moving on. James 4 and 7, submit yourselves therefore to the most high, resist the devil and he will flee from you. When you submit yourself to the most high, that means you're looking for the most high. That means you want him in your temple. That means you want to have dinner with him. That means you open to the ruach. That means you want to walk with the most high. That means you want the most high to wrap itself around you. And the ruach teach you wisdom and understanding so that you can cast out devils. That's what you want when you're walking and submitting yourself to the most high. That's when the devil's going to flee. He ain't going to flee because you're saying flee. Okay? Oh. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the most high and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of the most high. The most high gives us tools. I already said that in my lesson. So that you'll be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Remember, this is the um, regular English version. So you'll be able to withstand the, um, the schemes of the devil. For we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the principalities and the powers and wickedness in high places. Okay? Therefore, take on the whole armor of Yah so that you'll be able to withstand in the evil day, which is now, and having done all, to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having to put on the, break, the breastplate of righteousness, which is describing the, um, the armor of the Most High. You're going to need the armor of the Most High. When you're walking with the Most High, you're going to be able to receive the armor. What did I say? You're going to be able to receive it, not just read it. You're going to be able to receive it. And you know how you're going to be able to receive it? Because no devil's going to touch you. Yeah, you're going to have that armor on. Uh-huh, consciously and unconsciously. You're going to have it on. No devil's going to be able to uh, persuade you to do anything because you're still going to hear them. You're not going to be listening to them. You're not going to have the spirit of fear. None of that when you're walking with the most high. Okay? First Peter 2 and 9. But you are chosen, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. Remember, Yeshua got two flocks. That you may proclaim the excellencies of him 
who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yes, honey. That's why Yahshua came down here to grab us back from the devil. Because I already told you that Adam gave the devil his power. Yeshua said, I'm coming down there in five and a half days, which is five and, um, 500, uh, 550, what is it? 5,500 years. Sorry. He said, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to come and get you, Adam. And that's exactly what he did. Because Adam thought it was literally five days and it wasn't. Remember, a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years a day. Understand that. Okay. Malachi, Malachi 3 and 17. They shall be mine, says the most high of hosts, in the day when I make up my treasured possession and I will square them as a man, oh, sorry, spare. Well, I can't say nothing. And I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. I'm sorry, people. I need to get my, I really need to get some glasses. I really need to get some glasses. <laughs> so please bear with me. I'm definitely going to call the doctor tomorrow, making the point. <laughs> I can't take it no more. Okay. Hmm. All right. Romans 10 and 9. I made this pitch so small I could barely see it. Because if you confess with your mouth that Yahshua is the Mashiach and believe in your heart that the Most High raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from them devils. Mark 12 and 17, Yahshua said to them, render Caesar the things that are Caesar's and render to the most high the things that are the most high's and they marveled at him now let me explain to you what that means I'm gonna say it in present day you see how we deal with money and all of that stuff remember the last um world conquerors which is the last world rulers which was Rome it was a Eurocentral Eurocentric world rule and it never stopped we are currently still in that last four kingdom fourth kingdom so in regards to money because you know money always meant something to heathens to pagans even to the children of israel too this is why mammon is so bad mammon's a part of the devil the wickedness which is money so they were saying well you know they were trying to trip yeshua up because they had no idea that he was the one and only begotten son of the most high. They was trying to trip him up because you already know they um, persecuted him and prosecuted him. And he was put on a tree and then he was resurrected and glorified by the most high. But before all that happened, they was trying to trip him up so that they could prosecute him falsely. And that's what they did. And they was acting on the principalities and the powers of this air. That's how they was acting. And that's a mystery that I'm getting in you. Now, you think that these people is just talking about, it, oh, it was the devil that made them do it. Uh-uh. It was from the principalities and the wickedness. That's what it was that did it. Mosai says this, who was Yeshua. He says this in various books, not in the Bible. But he does give you an indication about principalities and um, wickedness, which he says... And then he talks about being drunk. That's error. I say that to say that they was valuing money and they was trying to trip him up by the coins. 
And they was like, well, who, you know, they was basically saying, well, who rules the world? They, they was basically saying that Caesar ruled the world when Caesar doesn't rule the world. And this is what I'm trying to tell people. You may think that the current president of the United States rules the world, or maybe China rules the world, or maybe Russia rules the world. No, the devil rules this world. The most I said, the devil rules this world. And if he could, he's fooling everybody. And if he could fool the very elect, he would. But the Most High is not going to let him. That's what he said. Behind every wicked thing that happens, everything that is um, temptress, and I know that I just made that up, that they could tempt you to do something evil or um, that it's um, adverse, anything that goes against the Most High is wickedness. It, it presents itself through people. And because we tangible, the average person, because we're tangible, we see the physical thing that's happening, but you have no idea what's behind it. And a spiritual thing is behind it. That's why the Most High said you're not battling flesh and blood. Even though you're fighting yourself and all these pagans are fighting each other and having wars, who's starting the wars? Wickedness is. This is what I mean about possession. Everybody just look at things just to be for the sake of looking at it because they can't get beyond what they're saying. They're not resting. And those people who never even thought about anything spiritual, there's a lot, the average person don't know that they are spirit. They don't know they are spirit. They don't know they belong to the most high. They don't know these things. They're just on earth and they're being ruled by devils. This is what I mean. We as human beings have to see beyond the physical senses. We have to, because we never gonna get to the bottom of this nonsense if we keep being surface. And what surface? Uh, fighting in Russia, China threatening Taiwan, United States and China, because of greed, because of power, these things, the devil is tempting you with. When I say mammon versus melanin, mammon is wickedness. Mammon is everything wickedness. I already told you on this earth is wickedness and righteousness. There's nothing else. Everything has a root. And those people who are carnal, they will never see the root of the spiritual thing behind it. The Most High said, those things you cannot see are eternal. What's eternal? Wickedness, principalities, powers, uh, wicked spirits, um, devils. Those are eternal. They've been here before we've been here, and they're going to be here after we go. The only thing that could kill one of them is the Most High, because the Most High made him. And he made them for a purpose. And he says this in the scriptures. He says this in the Bible. We as human beings, we are so distracted. Not only are we distracted, we're in delusion by the Most High and by the devil because the Most High is allowing the devil to do it. We are in delusion and that's all the, the average person and the powers that be are being ruled by the devil. This is why the devil, um, the Most High said the devil rules the world. Who's ruling the world? The powerful people of the world, right? It could be like five, five of the biggest families or two of the biggest countries or whatever it is. Who's ruling them? That's what you got to understand. Who's ruling them? Who is in the back of their car or in the driver's um, seat or the passenger seat with them? Who? Wickedness. 
That's what I'm trying to tell you. Is there such thing as possession? Yes, the hell there is. And you better know this because if you don't, you are a sitting duck. Understand that. Now I'm getting ready to get some water. Hold on. Okay. Now I got one more set of scriptures that I want to read to you. And then we can wrap this up. All right. All right. Um, Mark 9, 17 through 29. And it says this. This is when Yahshua was casting out devils. Now, I already told you that he gave the apostles power and authority to cast out devils. But what is the most powerful thing you have to do to have to cast, to cast out the devils? You have to be in the most high's will and you have to have faith because faith moves mountains. Faith moves mountains. Did you hear what I said? Faith moves mountains. If you're not in the faith, I don't care who you are, an apostle or whatever. And apostles had power to bring people back from the dead. That's what Yahshua gave them. But if they didn't have the faith, nothing could happen. They couldn't do nothing. So now I'm getting ready to read something to you. And someone from the crowd answered them, answered him, Yahshua, and said, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And I think I read this already, but I'm going to read it again. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth. This is the ESV, um, the um, English Standard Version Bible. So, you know, it's regular words. Grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. I already read this. So I'm reading it again. This is the point. So I asked your disciples to cast it out and they were not able. And he answered them, old faithless generation. How long am I going to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to Yeshua. And when the spirit saw Yeshua, he immediately convulsed the boy and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Yeshua asked his father, How long has he been? How long has this been happening to him? And he said, Since childhood. And he said to them, he said to the, uh, he told the apostles, he, first he cast out the spirit, then he told the apostles, this cannot be driven out, this couldn't be driven out, but nothing, nothing could drive this spirit out except prayer. Okay. So they really had to have the faith to be able to cast this um, this devil out this boy and they couldn't do it okay first peter five and eight be sober-minded i already told you the most high said be sober you have to and this is peter who was the captain of the uh, disciples of the apostles be sober-minded be sober-minded be watchful your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a lion, a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. 
why would um, Peter say be sober-minded? Because the scriptures say that you're drunk with error. What does that mean? It means the devil is fooling you. You blinded, you pissy drunk with error. That's what it means. That's why he's saying be sober-minded. Be of sound mind. Understand that. Okay? Because you're going to need it. This is the last one I'm going to read before I sign off. And this is 1 John 4 and 4. It says, little children, you are from the most high and have overcome them. Know what them is. But he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Who's in the world? All kinds of stuff. Devils, the devil, wicked spirits. I already told you, principalities and powers and wickedness in the air and in the skies. Who's in you? If you open yourself to the most high, he's going to be with you. He's going to come into your temple and he's going to have supper with you. I already said what I said. But if you don't, you opening yourself up to everything that's here. It's only wickedness and righteousness. Okay? It's only light and darkness. And the Most High said this down here is darkness. You either going to rock with the light or you going to rock with the darkness. Darkness and lightness cannot be together. They can't be in your temple together because darkness cannot comprehend light. And if the Ruach is working with you and you allow darkness to come in, guess what the Ruach's going to do? It's leaving. Bye. And you're going to be left in your car by yourself with legions of demons. Yeah, you're not going to mess with the most high. If you don't believe me, you better listen to the book of the Shepherd of Hermas. I uploaded that book and it talks all about spirits and what they do to you. Yes. The Testament of Solomon the spirits is talking and telling you what they do to you. And the shepherd of Hermas, the shepherd is a spirit and it's talking to Hermas and it's telling Hermas about all the spiritual realms and how people sin and they don't even know it. This was supposed to be in the New Testament and the heathens took it out the book. I told you the book is tampered with. So I uploaded that book. If you want to hear it, listen to it. I'm trying to equip you with every piece of everything I got. I already told you. This walk, I'm going to let you know all kinds of stuff, but I cannot feed you with a knife, a fork, and a plate. I got to get the baby spoon out with the baby spoon, and I got the spoon feed you. And I don't mind doing it, but you need to learn how to grow up because I cannot coddle you forever. Now, I will be going through this, um, this book or this Bible. We will be rocking with that. And as long as the Most High and the Ruach is allowing me to do what I need to do and they feeding me, I'm going to feed you. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to let you know that there is possession, but have no fear. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in this world. And it's a whole bunch of he's in this world. Trust me. It's a bunch of them. I didn't already read. I already proved to you that it is. And I just need you to focus on the most high. The most high said, don't look left and don't look right. Focus on me. 
it's kind of like being on a side a skyscraper and it's one little um ladder to get to the, the next life and there's all kinds of stuff going on the most i said don't look left don't look right don't look down don't look up look straight at me follow me that's what he's saying and that's what you need to do because if you look any other way you gonna trip yourself up so with that i am going to sign off but i want you to know that we walking in this we are walking in this walk together we together with this we are together honey we are together and as long as you continue to listen you're gonna learn something i'm learning something and i just thank you for listening i thank the most high for giving me the ability to do this the inspiration okay and um with that i say until next time it's good to hear the word of truth from the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks